I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello and welcome to the cast next door where we love your mother's cookies. I'm your host, Michael Painter. And with me one more time is Kwame Phillips. What's good? On this podcast, we watch the movie The Boy Next Door minute by minute. And we break it down into bite-sized chunks, delicious bite-sized chunks, to give it just the right amount of analysis and attention that it, it really, truly deserves as the work of art that it is. Yes, indeed. On this, the final minute with us two together, we are watching and discussing Minute 80. That is the timestamp. One hour, 19 minutes, and one second to one hour and 20 minutes. And our minute begins, uh, Claire has just bashed Noah across the face with a crowbar. Only once. Yeah. One bash. Not multiple bashes. A single bash. It's still really satisfying. It's a really nice thunk with that bash. And so uh, Claire runs back over to Kevin, who's tied to like a workbench, like a vice, and uh, starts trying to untie him. And Noah gets up from the blow to the head and start, starts running up behind Claire. Kevin tries to warn her that Noah's coming, but she it's a little too late. She doesn't listen to anything he says. No. no. Well, in fairness, it happens way too fast. But uh, he grabs her by the back of the sweater or her coat or whatever it is. And it's that coat. It's, just, it's the only coat that she owns because it's the coat that she wore on the date. It's the coat that she wore over to the house when she went to have illicit sex with him. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's her one, her one coat. Well, I mean, I, I only own one coat, although she does, she, she does seem like a more fashion-savvy person than I would be, so it does seem weird that she only has one. But he sort of, like, he drags her down to her feet and uh, starts dragging her across the barn and then eventually pulls her back up to standing up just to throw her into a barn gate. Yeah. Um, Again, what happens in... Why did I need a barn gate in the barn? I'm very confused by this barn. Well, uh, near as I can tell that that's... It's, when this barn was in real use, I presume that's where they kept a horse or maybe a cow. Like, it's it's just to just to keep an animal in place. So, but they live in cow and horse country? Maybe. Like, that. It, that's usually what... Uh, well, cow and horse country is kind of everywhere. Okay. Here in the I states, mean, like it's I guess just, so. yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but he th- he throws her through the door and it breaks because it's old wood. Uh, we see Garrett kind of waking up and noticing that she's been thrown into the gate, and Claire just Claire just kind of lies there. And I I get that she's getting pushed around some, but she does she does have that sort of thriller movie heroine problem of like the slightest blow and she's just down for the count and is dazed and wobbling. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, and given that Noah got bashed in the head with a crowbar and gets up moments later. I get that he's supposed to be really strong, but he he really brushes off a major blow to the head. Like, he has a huge gaping wound in his forehead. Yeah, he's not even groggy or anything. He's just up, ready to go, running off of pure adrenaline and sex drive. He's basically the Terminator at this point. Kevin has started trying to free himself. I think when... Claire was kind of struggling to free him before she made a little progress, and so he's starting to be able to work himself free. And then 
Claire starts going, please, Noah, please just stop this. Yeah. Let me help you. There's still time. And then we see Garrett uh, has kind of come to, and he's starting to try to get himself free. By some kind of magic, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Noah grabs Claire and starts going, there's no time. This is our time. You'll never be lovelier than you are right now. We'll <laughs> never be here again. And <laughs> You'll never be lovelier to after just throwing you up against a barn gate. Dazed and confused and injured, this is the prettiest you'll ever be. I, th- I think he's trying to imply that she's getting old, which... Well, one's fuck you, dude, and two, like that. That why? Why are you going for a woman like twice your age? Then and 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 again, she's not really the actor's twice age, but I'm just in the story. In the story, her character's like twice that character's age, and it's like you can't you can't do that and then be like, yeah, but you're getting old. I mean, it's I don't like, know if no. he's going for age, or maybe he seems to like when people are vulnerable and in distress. That seems to be when he's. Oh right, yeah, it's Mojo it's fueling his uh, his his hero complex. He yeah. he wants people to be in danger and need him. Yeah, I get you. But uh, so after he gives this little speech, he grabs Claire and uh, forcibly kisses her again. She's screaming and struggling against him, and then she kind of falls over. Like I don't even think he necessarily pushes her again. She just kind of falls down. Right. And then uh, Noah kind of exhales and shakes his head like he's trying to clear the cobwebs, which is. The first indication we get that the blow to the head has affected him at all. Yeah, it's a bit late in the day yeah. for that. Yeah, but it's a bit like blah, blah, blah. Ah, boy, that did somebody get the license plate on that tractor? <laughs> and uh, speaking of tractors, uh, Noah walks over to the big tractor in the back of the barn. Yeah, and he grabs a gas can and yep. he starts to open it. It's just sitting there on the tractor for no reason. Yep, yep. they don't need a tractor. And- I assume the gas is for the tractor, but no one's what did they used use it the tractor in a long for? time. Yeah, yeah, Nothing. I don't know. Well, again, we don't even really know who this barn belongs to. This might just be an abandoned barn. Um, but one other thing we get in this shot, and uh, we kind of alluded to it before, is we see that there is an engine hanging from the ceiling of the barn. For no and reason. I assume it's yeah for for no apparent reason. Right. I assume it's the engine of the tractor, but it's so just kind of there. So then, why does it need the gas? It has no engine. Yeah, I don't. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Noah takes the cap off the gas can and starts walking towards Garrett. And that's where our minute ends and that's where our week ends. So uh, first of all, any more thoughts on this minute? Yeah, I mean, my continued bafflement by the barn is existence, the ownership of the barn, what the barn is used for continues. Um yeah. I mean, it seems to be their barn. She walks through it at the beginning with uh, Kristen Chenoweth's character when they're discussing... It might, be, it might be Kristen Chenoweth's barn. I don't know. But it's next door to J-Lo's house. Well, I guess they could live close by, it seems. Yeah. It might be, and it, it might be just part of the property. Like, maybe Claire bought this old farmhouse even though she didn't intend to farm. Like, like maybe this town... Like just sort of it be, it became a suburb, but it used to be like a f- small farm town, and so there's just all these old barns and everything just kind of sitting around, with old tractors just chilling. Yeah, just with gas cans. I mean, and yeah, motors. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think gas expires. I think it's just been there. So, but I mean, why would you just look? Nothing in this film <laughs> makes sense. So I don't know why. <laughs> no, nothing so in this film makes it. any sense. So. Uh, yeah, but that's again we we get the we get 
Jennifer Lopez not really being able to do much because again, she's, she's the heroine in the thriller. So she can't really have any sort of competence until the very last moment, which we will see, uh, not during our time here, but one of the later minutes, we'll see that happen. But yeah, she just kind of flops around. She gets thrown around. She gets to see other people get beaten up. She doesn't really get beat up that much herself. Um, well, I mean, she does and... get forcibly kissed a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's mm, which yeah, that's is kind bad. of. I mean, their first consensual meeting of bodies kind of began with some forcible kissing and yeah, consensual convincing being yeah. loose there. Yeah, and it continues in that vein. Every time they have any kind of interaction, he's just grabbing and kissing and grabbing and kissing. So it's just a very weird. I mean, I guess I guess this is kind of where we're going to segue into uh, me asking you about your thoughts on the film as a whole because there kind of hasn't been a point in this movie where Claire has felt fully in control of her situation or you know having any real control over what's going on or or consent. Yeah, I mean, I guess if the the story requires him to be dangerous and dangerous in a kind of sexual way, then I guess it makes sense that he's very forceful in terms of being grabby. Uh, well, grabby is a very uh, kind way of putting yeah. it. But, <laughs> but, we're, uh, kind of, we're kind of dancing around it, yeah. trying not to say it in a crude way. He's a way, dirty, dirty it's... rapist. Yeah. Um, no, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, so I think... But other other than that, you're, how, how do you feel about this movie on the whole? I enjoy it. After I just called him a rapist. Um <laughs> it's uh i mean this is the kind of movie that i actually do kind of enjoy it's very silly it um kind of moves along very quickly nothing makes any kind of sense uh, every moment you're allowed to question why the hell is this happening who the hell is this and you know what the hell is going on um yeah and that is uh, that's enjoyable um yeah yeah. As far as I'm going to jump in with my own because I think, it, well, not I think, but this is going to be my last uh, episode as a host. So I'm going to go ahead and give my thoughts. As far as the movie, I, I feel on the whole, it's, it, it is crazy. It is dumb. I feel like on the whole, it's maybe a bit too slow to be a so bad it's good. Um, so I don't know if I necessarily enjoyed watching it, but I do highly recommend uh, being randomly assigned minutes to discuss <laughs> on a podcast. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think <laughs> if you can get a group of friends and watch it, you'll have some fun. And I, I think it would have benefited from being maybe more crazy. Um, yeah. I think... It, it definitely needed to... It It's a movie that wants to take itself seriously, and it just it does not have the means or the budget. Like, if it, if it had gone full crazy, like, yeah, it would have been a much better film. Yeah, I mean, Noah's really the only one that's gone full crazy no yeah yeah when, he, when he's to... when he's here doing his uh his super villain dialogue yeah yeah i mean i mean right after our minute when she asks when he picks up the gas can and she asks what he's doing and he says i'm building a funeral pyre i mean that kind of grand allusion to the classics again are the kind of things that make his character uh fun to watch yeah he's he's very he's very melodramatic and theatrical which which makes him a fun a fun villain to watch. He's 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 someone you love to hate, and I guess it's kind of appropriate that he that he's the character the movie's titled after because he's one of the better parts of the film. I would say the very best is still uh, Uncle Bob, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, Uncle Bob, <laughs> yes, but yeah. So I think that's going to wrap this up for uh, for our minute and 
for our week. Kwame, I want, I want to thank you for going on this magical little journey with me. Hey, and, um, yeah, thank you. And, um, do you have anything you'd want to plug before we go? Keep watching bad movies, everyone. Uh, no, everything you need to know about me, kwamephillips.com. All my stuff is there. Twitter, Instagram, etc. All right. Fantastic. And, uh, once again, I'm going to recommend if you want to hear me and you enjoy over analysis of really dumb things, which I assume you do, uh, check out our Power Rangers rewatch podcast, Teenagers with Attitude. And you can hear uh, six grown men argue about the inner workings of a children's show from like 20 years ago. <laughs> Don't oversell and, it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's going to do us. So thank you for joining us on The Cast Next Door. See you. Thanks for listening to A Talking Cast Presents The Cast Next Door. I was your host, Michael Painter, with my guest, Kwame Phillips. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad. You can download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com or subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted. Executive producer, Michael Painter. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorkin, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is a first edition?